Hey everyone! Today we are talking about the power of niching. So let me ask you this. Do you want to learn how to target your best customers without coming across as salesy and pushy? Do you need clarity around what specific product best represents what you actually do or sell? Are you conflicted about which product to focus on that you've actually built two separate businesses complete with multiple business cards and even multiple websites? Well, you've come to the right place. In today's podcast, you will learn what is niching and why you're insane if you don't niche, some myths on niching and why niche phobia is a common problem of startups, and how to pick your niche. Welcome to Chase Your Dreams, a podcast for fashion entrepreneurs who want to build a purposeful and profitable clothing business so they can make a living doing what they love. I'm your host, Glennis Tao, an apparel business consultant and SEO specialist with 20 years apparel industry experience. I'm also a mom to a wonderfully energetic little boy named Chase. Before launching my consulting agency, I ran a clothing design company called Punch Brand. I started my business in 2005 as a hobby while I was working full-time as a product manager for Reebok Canada. That hobby eventually turned into a full-time business for me that led to creating and selling my products globally. At one point, I caught the attention of the Google Campus merchandise buyer and we collaborated on several official Android apparel and accessories for the Google Merchandise Store. I ran Punch Brand for an amazing 10 years. If you want to know more about my journey of running a clothing company, you can go and check out my previous podcast episode. Uh, It's called What I Learned After Running a Clothing Business for 10 Years. So, let's talk about niching. Let me ask you, who was your ideal customer? You know that saying, if you're everything to everyone, then you're nothing to no one. Knowing who you help and how you help them is a big part of an effective marketing strategy. I personally find it frustrating when clients cannot choose what business they're in. Many business owners with a product they don't consider to be niche resist the idea of narrowing their focus on, on their, of their marketing, fearing that they will lose business. However, choosing a niche and targeting it can actually increase sales. Here's how it worked for my business. I started out creating character-inspired headwear for anime fans. Pretty niche, right? I was predominantly selling my products at anime and comic conventions because that's where my customers hung out. Everything I created was designed for this one specific customer. And guess what? That's how Google found me. They were looking for someone to design and produce Android mascot hoodies and beanies for them. 
I guess I showed up on the search engine. They are Google after all. Niching also helps with becoming known as the expert in your field. When your business is niched very finely and you're always talking about and writing about the same pain point, you become regarded as an expert. Tired of competing on price? Niching is the best way to command a higher price point. Once you're perceived to be the only person for that specific job, nobody will blink at or haggle about your, your prices ever again. Niching brings higher quality clients. When you choose the quality of what you offer in terms of value, the clients you attract will be of the same quality. It's the law of attraction. Like attracts like. If your strengths and passion lie in knitwear, then do that. If your intent is to educate and lessen the impact of fast fashion on the environment, then focus on sustainable design. If you love cosplay and Japanese pop culture, then start a brand that's entirely devoted to fans of anime and cosplay. That's what I did. To help demonstrate the importance of picking just one type of client and one thing you sell, I've broken it down into four different examples. One, the generalist. Two, the product specialist. Three, the client specialist. Four, the perfectly niched. So what is a niche exactly? I'll demonstrate these models using clothing brands. So starting with the first one, I talked about the generalist. So a brand that you should be familiar with is The Gap. The Gap's client type are men, women, children, babies, anyone and everyone. They sell casual and work apparel, denim, fleece, and even yoga and workout wear and whatever trend they jump on. And what kind of pricing does The Gap have? It's pretty affordable. It's for everyone. They always have a discount rack with markdowns for those discount shoppers. It's pretty middle of the road, certainly not a place you would shop for something that's good quality or unique. This business caters to every type client type and features everything to sell. It's not niched at all. That's why I would call them the generalist. Next, I would, let's talk about the product specialist, and that being Lululemon. Lululemon caters to every type of client type, from men, women, teens, people who want to appear fashionable. What's different about them is their focus on the thing they sell, and that's about, all about yoga. Because Lululemon was essentially the first to bring yoga clothing to the mainstream market, they can charge a premium for their brand name, but because they cater to every client type, they're still not as narrowly niched as other businesses. This is the product specialist type of business model. Now let's talk about the client specialist in a store called Mr. Big and Tall. And this business model, which I've called the client specialist, things are flipped from the Lululemon model. Mr. Big and Tall only has one client type, tall men, but things they, that they sell are varied. 
you should be getting an idea of where I'm niche, where this niching model is going now. So let's talk about the perfectly niched. The last and ideal model of business niching is demonstrated by the fourth clothing brand type, and that's my brand, Crazy Hats. We created animal-inspired apparel for fans of anime and Japanese pop culture. When we started out, we were able to command a pretty high price point because we were the only ones producing this type of product for this market. The competition was relatively low and we could sell upwards of 100 hoodies at one weekend show at $65 price point, not to mention several hundred hats at $25 each. Our customers loved our products and would come and hang out with us at the shows. Still on the fence about whether to niche your product, your business? Even if you could move from a generalist to any kind of specialist, you'll be better off than you are now. So how do you pick? Let me take you through the process of picking your niche. Step one, make a list of all the client types you like to work with. Step two, make a list of all the different things that you sell. Step three, match up each client type and the thing you sell, then give yourself a score out of one to 10, being the most desirable for you. Rate them based on the following criteria. One, fit for you, your personal preference, skill set, experience, and background. Two, fit for the income you want. How many of this group multiplied by how much you would charge per person? Three, access. Your ability to reach your target and how accessible they are to you in large numbers. Four, Add up the scores for each client or product combo. Five, which has the highest score? Congratulations, you found your niche. In conclusion, niching helps you get very clear on your marketing message. When you serve two target markets whose trade, whose trade shows do you invest your very limited marketing funds to? As a small business owner, Time and money are your most valuable resources. There simply aren't enough hours in the day or money in the bank for any business to be able to afford to have a multitude of products, services, as well as target markets to wow. Picking one or two just makes economic sense. I hope I helped you get over your niche phobia. I love to hear from you and any insights that you have. Uh, you can hit me up on Instagram at glennistow.com. Talk to you next time. Head on over to my YouTube channel for additional training and planning tools. The link is in the descriptions area. Please subscribe to Chase Your Dreams podcast if you haven't already. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others who you think this may help. Lastly, it would be great if you left a rating and review for our podcast. Thank you.